morning to you all. My name is Ginger, and I prepared my talk in honor of this One Buddhist biggest holiday and to celebrate our communal spiritual birthday. My talk is about inheriting Dharma. Since last week of March, the children's meditation room has become a venue for ping-pong. As Reverend Wang Gong shared last Sunday, she and I enjoy playing ping-pong. We are very much beginners of this game, and we do not care much about who wins. But there is one thing we want to master. We want to master the technique of smashing the ball. It's been almost about a month since we started playing ping-pong every day. And I've learned one simple principle from it. The stronger the external stimulus is, the more intense my internal focus needs to be. The ping-pong ball itself is relatively small and light, yet its impact on the table is quite strong. Hitting the ball properly and passing it successfully to the other side requires a fair amount of focus. The more you focus on the ball, the higher chance you have to earn points. I have found that the same is true about focusing during our current time with this coronavirus pandemic. Because the virus is highly infectious, it has brought about a higher alertness among most of us. Almost all parts of the globe are experiencing a huge impact on just about every part of our modern life. As the virus is so infectious, our attention to this global crisis has naturally become unprecedentedly high. I've also become attentive to this phenomenon of the enormous focus on a global scale and have thought to myself, besides just enduring time, there might be something that I could do given my own circumstances. I thought I, I, I could do something productive. Are you also trying hard to be productive? To spend my time productively, I might have drawn my full attention to several projects. For example, I could have set my mind to revisit some tasks that have been put aside. I would have mastered several guitar pieces if I had picked up my guitar each day. I should have read more books. And do you notice a pattern here? Might have, could have, would have, should have? I am practicing the pronunciation of these words. And yes, I must be determined to polish my lacking skills in spoken English. I have been wanting to ponder over how I can be a mature human being. This idea, is, this idea of inner growth is introduced to us in Master Sotesan's final Dharma message. Before his death, Master Sotesan emphasized the transmission of his teaching. He said, The life of a religious order does not exist in its facilities or assets. 
it exists in the receiving and transmitting of the wisdom of its Dharma. From this passage, I think the wisdom of Dharma is the main key for obtaining spiritual ripeness. Let's briefly take a look at his words. The first part of this message is easily understandable. He said that facilities or assets do not do much to continue a religion. Actually, we are learning that even if we do not come to the temple in person, we can continue our meditation practice together or separately. As long as our temple's online programs meet your needs, you will tune into our online channels. Our temple should serve you with the unique spirit of One Buddhist, one Buddhist teachings. If it didn't, you wouldn't bother to stay tuned because you have a variety of options for your spiritual practice. Master Sutesan spoke to One Buddhism's unique spirit in the second part of the message I read. So, what is the point in the second line? It says that survival of a religion throughout time depends on maintaining an inheritance of the light of the Dharma. From a narrow point of view, we can think about this as limited to the continuation of the One Buddhist Order into the future. But if we approach it from a grand scale, it is, it is applicable to all humanity. Master Sutesan urges us to strengthen our mind and heart so that anyone can ultimately become mature spiritual human beings. By now, you may wonder, what does it mean by a religious order? What is the wisdom of the Dharma? A religious order in this passage does not directly refer to an institutional organization. Rather, it refers to the Dharma community in which the main focus is living with an enlightened mind. The wisdom of Dharma is the teaching of Master Sutesan, a greatly enlightened Buddha, the founding teacher of One Buddhism and my original mentor. The One Buddhist Book of Dharma contains his main teachings and they are based on the truth of the universe. These teachings are fourfold grace, four essentials, threefold practice, and eight articles. Together, this can be summarized as the essential way of spiritual practice and the essential way of human life. These teachings can be even more concisely expressed into the two practical points of mind practice and gratitude practice. The qualities of being centered, still, and calm under any circumstances are, at the very least, what we can expect to obtain from mind practice. Through gratitude practice, we can come to realize that we have an indispensable relationship with one another. 
Ultimately, we hope to be able to say all is grace. These are convenient and practical teachings for us to apply at any time and in any situation. You can adapt them to your own surroundings while you are handling tasks at hand right at this time and benefit yourself. But we could also consider our situation from a different perspective. So now I'm going to pause and switch direction because I've realized what a rare opportunity it is to shelter in place. This is an exceptional time and it gives us an opportunity to try something totally different in our lives. So I'm going to change my tone of voice here and I'm going to recommend that you keep yourself from being diligent and productive. Simply do nothing. Dear friends, please stop trying to be productive Stop doing anything that might be hard on yourself and just sit back for a while. Nothing will go wrong even if we take it easy. Let's try out this practice of doing nothing. Doing nothing? Am I serious? Yes, I am. Actually, this is a huge task. Especially for those of you who usually have to do something constantly this can be a big challenge. Have you ever made up your mind and said to yourself, I'll do nothing? This will require a lot of high energy and enormous focus. We know how hard it is not to do anything when it comes to sitting meditation. Because even though our body is still, the monkeys in our mind keep jumping around. In this sense, the practice of doing nothing may, be, may not be easily noticeable from our external appearance. Yet, it usually shows through a person's mood. Let's take a moment to think about the idea of doing nothing. What I mean by doing nothing has two aspects. One is relaxation. The attitude of doing nothing can bring about a relaxed mind. Beginners in any professional field are usually so overly attentive that they make mistakes compared to seasoned professionals who know how to unwind their mind while maintaining a proper amount of focus. Their relaxed mind means they complete their work beautifully and naturally. Do you have overly responsible feelings towards your life? Are you chased by a thought that I must, must do something, especially during this pandemic? If so, you need to put down that sensation for a while and practice doing nothing. Unwind yourself and listen to your body and your mind. Instead of rushing into a task, let it come to you first. Let the universe talk to you through relaxation. Try this out. The more relaxed you are, 
the more suitable your responses will be. The second aspect linked to doing nothing is about being you. And it is also about effortless effort. I get this idea whenever I am greeted by weedy wildflowers. Wildflowers are usually treated as worthless. This is certainly true when they appear in our own yard, especially when they appear in the midst of intentionally sown flowers and plants. Depending on where those wildflowers grow, their life can be short-lived and fragile. How pitiful a life it is. Even so, I want to be just like those wildflowers. They are so pretty, and they are also very healthy. In your spare time, take a look at the wildflowers around you. They have the most robust life energy. The vividness shines through their petals, and this makes them adorable. More importantly, they are free. Nothing can possibly bother them. If they are plucked out or cut out, they will surrender. Yet, they will grow back with a bright smile. The quality of being able to surrender is ironically what gives wildflowers freedom and resilience. In that sense, wildflowers are one with universal consciousness. They are melted into the flow of the universe. This perfectly describes effortless effort, the practice of doing nothing. The idea of being one with universal consciousness is what I'd like to emphasize here the most. Do not try to change the authentic quality of who you are. When we stay who we truly are, we are nothing but the universe itself. We are wildflowers. We are nature. And we are home. Once we recover that perspective, we can ease tension within ourselves and those around us. Our effort, our efforts in our life's agenda will make natural progress. Especially when we feel burdened when we carry uncontrollable worries as we go through this tough time, we need the practice of doing nothing. With this idea, I'd like to invite you to take a look at Master Sotesan's message once again. The life of a religious order does not exist in its facilities or assets. It exists in receiving and transmitting of its wisdom of Dharma. When I approach this passage now, the part receiving and transmitting is what is outstanding to me. Receiving and transmitting the Dharma means to make the Dharma your own. For me, the best way to make this Dharma my own is to align my life with the teaching of the Buddha, not through talking the talk, but through walking the walk. 
So let us be at ease. Let Dharma naturally come to us. Let us open ourselves to the universe so our awakened mind will flow through us. By doing this, we can benefit our life with the living Dharma. This is an authentic way for our spirituality to continue on into the future and build our Dharma community as well. 감사합니다. Thank you.